How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Well, we are still on the journey of dealing with your own foundation. Uh, we are trusting God that this week we will bring you to a place where God will bring us the solutions. Are you alive? Amen. And um, I'm going to talk to you about in attempt of dealing with wrong foundation, you deal with stronghold. Hallelujah. Dealing with your stronghold. Everybody says stronghold. Some of the wrong foundations that we are dealing with, it has become a stronghold. Amen. If we leave something spiritually for a very long time, it becomes a stronghold. Somebody says stronghold. Once you leave it for a long time, nobody deals with it. Then it becomes a stronghold for the enemy. It means that the enemy has gained some kind of strength over there. So we have, I'm going to talk about what I call dealing with your stronghold. Hallelujah. It might be in our backgrounds and whatever it is, but anything the enemy has said, it can be dealt with. Talk to me. I say it can be dealt with. No matter how great your potential are, no matter how great your potentials are, you cannot experience Sussex as long as there is a satanic stronghold. So it's not that you cannot be successful. You are dealing with a stronghold. So no matter how the potentials are, I read the Bible and you come to the place of bigad, bigad, bigad. So uh, like I show you, I think somewhere last week, David was lucky to come to the place where a particular case was ending. And so he ascended to the throne. As God said that a bastard cannot enter into the congregation of the Lord to his 10th generation. How many of you remember that teaching? But all the people that came before David, they were all potential kings. I said they were all potential kings. It means from Judah to Judah begat, Aminada, Aminada begat, Nasson, Nasson begat this. All of them supposed to be kings. But because of the stronghold of the father's mistake, they couldn't ascend to the throne. So there are certain things that are fighting you, not because you have done anything, because of where you come from. And until it is there with, one of the things I've seen about the enemy is that if you don't deal with him, he stays. 
though Jesus has defeated the devil, the resurrection of Jesus is a proof that the devil is defeated. But if you don't buy him, he will stay. So even though he defeated him, he said, I give you authority to tread upon serpent and scorpion. Do you remember that? In the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 18, 19, and 20. And if he said that, in my name, what will you do? You will cast out demons. So the demon you don't cast out will stay. The strongholds you don't deal with will abide. If nobody wakes up to do something about what is happening in your background, it will continue to operate. And the picture is not God. The poverty we see in our background, it is not God. The sickness is not God. The reason I know God cannot give you sickness is that he doesn't have one in heaven. And you cannot give what you don't have. So if God didn't give it to you, do you remember the scripture? Every good and every perfect gift come from where? Above. I mean, is sickness a perfect gift? Is poverty a perfect gift? Is joblessness a perfect gift? Is divorce a perfect gift? These are the pictures we see in our background. Even in the church, people are still struggling. Amen. That is why I say salvation is the beginning, but it's not the it's not the solution. When you enter, it cannot even you cannot start it without Christ. If you don't have Christ, you say you have not started at all. So it must start with Christ. So no matter the potential you carry, if there is a stronghold in your life, it brings a limit to your potential. Say amen. There is a proverb that says the incest that eat the vegetable is right inside the vegetable. Have you heard it before? The insect that eats the vegetable is inside the vegetable. A man's enemies are the people of his own house. So don't look at my house. Check your own. The greatest mistake is to think that what is happening to me is coming from daddy's house. No. It is not coming from my house. It's coming from your house. And I can also sit here and say that what is happening to me is coming from your house. In fact, the, the things in your background don't know my house. But the things in my house know my house. Oh... Amen. Hallelujah. This week, some things will be dealt with. And don't, don't take it for granted. Right? The first step of the victory is that God is even bringing it out as a revelation. The, the fact that God gave me the grace to preach him is that you are coming out of it. That's because the, if among the things the devil fear, one of them is called the word of God. It is only the word of God that when you apply on the devil, it leaves a wound. Oh, 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 oh. It leaves wounds on the devil. Why? Because the word is the sword. <laughs> so, when you engage the word on the devil, it's called the sword of the spirit. And when the sword pierces you, it will leave a wound. So, once the word of God is coming, Satan knows that he's in trouble. If, that is why all Jesus combat with the enemy, go to the word. Jesus never said, I bind you. He said, It is written. It is written. It means that he is applying the soul. So the things eating us is in our house. <laughs> the stronghold that destroyed destiny is attached to the destiny. I want to say that. The stronghold that destroyed destiny is attached to the destiny. So whatever is want to destroy you is attached to you and me. It's not far. Don't ever look far. No, nobody could have betrayed Jesus except one of his disciples. So the stronghold that want to destroy a destiny is attached to the destiny. So whatever want to destroy is coming from your foundation. God is going there. I say your God is going to your foundation. I say this week is a week of total liberty. Can I make that statement again? In the stronghold 
that destroy destinies is attached to the destiny. So Judas could betray Jesus because he was attached to Jesus. Today I meditated about something. Hmm. That is why we have to be careful the things we do. I saw that. Hmm. When Joseph's brother sold him, maybe they thought he was dead. The day he told them, I am Joseph, how did they feel? Now, you read this in the Bible, you think it's, it's a terrifying situation. Already, the man has demonstrated power. When they went to their father, they told him that the ruler of the land didn't deal it easy with us at all. And the same man came and said, I am Joseph. Don't sell your husband. One day, you'll be a president in America. Don't sell your wife. He'll tell you, I am your wife. <laughs> we have to be... Well, Today, I was met. I said, the whole thing about Christian life is the ability for God to deliver you and limit your mistakes. Many people in the church, they don't understand that one. People are doing things as if there is no future. When you steal today, it's waiting tomorrow. So the principle God said that what you sow is what you reap. It cannot be reversed. I am Joseph. Hey! This is the guy we bargained with Ishmaelite and sold him. And they thought that the case is close. God has lifted this guy to be a powerful man somewhere. And he should say, I am Joseph, your brother. I don't think the guys was able to sleep for one week. Don't sell your wife, she will appear somewhere. Don't divorce her. One day you will send your contract to have approval. I have seen it before. Stay in and fight it to the end. The problem with this generation is that we run away from battles. Spiritual battles is unavoidable. What you run from this road, you will meet it in that road. So stay and fight. That's why I'm teaching you how to fast and pray. This is it. Don't ever think. No, 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 no. Women are the same. They are the same. If you leave uh, Sister Shinene and you want to go and marry Sister Shukwanda, you realize that they are the same. Nothing. So stay and fight. Amen. Now, I'm telling you, one of the difficult ways to live and you need grace from God eh? hmm. is to become like a fool to sustain a relationship. It's a major price. And you do it for the sake of what you believe. When you come to that place, it means that you are ready to pray by price. Jesus could have forgotten dying for us. At the point, he almost gave up. At Gethsemane, hmm, if, it, if it be willing, remove this car from it. It means I don't want to die. I don't want to carry Nanasa sin. I don't want to carry Jackie's sin. I don't want the, 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 the serious one among them is your sin. So what Jesus was trying to say is that I, I, I don't think everybody should come to heaven. The only thing he added I have is that not my way. So people talk about Christ, but today God showed me that we should love the God that permit Christ to die. It's not for babies. There is a God in heaven. Eh? 
He said that my will is that you must die. Limit your mistakes. Pay price. Amen. If the marriage is not working, pay price for it to work. One of the key that make marriage work is not to expect too much from the other partner, but you put in too much. Hallelujah. So if you think your partner does not respect you, you respect. If you think your partner is stingy, be a giver. If you paint your cat, your partner is smelling bad, smell good. The main challenge we are having is that we are expecting too much from other. Sometimes we even expect they don't have grace to produce. A pastor came to me, talking, he said, We were talking, he said that he has left his wife. He said, I have left the home. Because he told me, he said, Daddy, she doesn't pray. I've told any time it's his mother visitor, there's a problem. And I wake her up. Because me, I wake up every time and pray from 12 o'clock to 4. Sometimes 11. And I say, you should wake up. But she doesn't. Then I told her, I say, you are dragging your wife into something God has given you grace that she doesn't have. No. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> the fact that somebody is married to a pastor that told me he's a pastor. So you can drag another partner into things that God didn't give them grace. And if you don't take care, you live your life by the expectations of people, not what God has called you to do. One day I went to preach in a church and the pastor's wife, because that particular area, every pastor's wife sink. They sing. It's like a culture. You go there. And this pastor was forcing his wife, who has a baritone voice, to sing. And I saw that the thing is not working. My manager, Roman God, Lord. I said, no. And it's like, it's as if if you don't do it, they will not accept you as a pastor's wife. And I told them, I said, don't let the people accept here. It's not the people that marry her. You accept her. You see, you're greater. The reason why you cannot work for God is because of what people think about you. No. Do you know how I'm strong? I don't care what you think about me. Whatever you say, I don't mind. No, 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 no. If you don't have my heart, you can't do the things I do. God knows the heart I have. That is why he gave me what I'm doing. I always told my son, Martin, he doesn't have the heart I have. Eh? There are things I do. He can't do it. It is his heart. Eh? If there is something, eh, when he comes to me, I will divert it to him. She will handle it well. By the time we are not in a war. No, it will become a war. <laughs> Hallelujah. I cannot drag. If he comes to settlement of Timami, will handle it better. Mimi Bema is very militant. That's what it is. I cannot handle it. If you, if you want to see my counterpart of Angel in Heaven, it's Michael. I'm not the Gabriel type. That is the kind of angel. So I love Michael Parr. He fired the devil before God knows it. Before God knows, he has fired the devil. Now, he fired the devil before it was reported to God that if you are looking for Satan, Michael has fired him. He f- and he, the, Jesus said that the way he fired him, it was like lighting. He said, I heard Satan fall like lighting. The guy was on the ground. One day when Gabriel was bringing Daniel's answer, there was ring, ring, ring. Michael came to the scene. Two seconds, the angel descended. The angel came and said, Michael the prince came to help me. I think the moment 
Satan saw Michael come. He left Gabriel and said, Go. These are people you don't play games with. Oh, who's a quality PRP? If there's another angel, you wouldn't mind. You saw his echo. Do you know what the angel says? I'm going back to fight the prince again. Because that Michael is not there. So what the devil said, you go. Say you pass through the same way to go. I'm waiting for you. But when he saw Michael, he said, my friend, go. He pretended as if he has not hold the guy. He shouldn't try to be like me. And I, I shouldn't try to be like him. So don't drag people into things God has not given them grace. No. You can gradually help them to build up into the grace, but you can't. There are things people do where they have grace for it. Behind every exploit in the kingdom, there is grace. Without grace, there is no accomplishment in the kingdom. If behind every greatness in the kingdom, there is grace. Because you cannot boast for what God gives to you. And God will make sure that by the time he finishes, you will know that it's not your strength. That is why sometimes eh, he gives you strength at the place you feel very weak. And he blesses you at the time you are not praying. He does it. Sometimes at the time you are not expecting something, bam, then it comes. Because at the end of the day, you make sure that you will not boast. That it is you. Hallelujah. So we need a strength and grace to deal with the strongholds of our background. And yet many people background, it has been there for years. Years. It has dealt with people. I'm telling you, people have made money and became broke. People have married well and the thing has ended. They have opposing blame because, listen, it takes a whole spirituality to look at the spiritual perspective of your trouble. If you look at the carnal perspective of you, you cannot solve it. Everything in the natural comes from the supernatural. So your prosperity will not start in the natural. It must start from the supernatural. When you win it in the supernatural, nothing can stop it in the natural. Every victory must start from the supernatural. Every breakthrough must start from the supernatural. Every success must start from the supernatural. Every promotion must start from the supernatural. That is why promotion coming from above. It's not from your boss. If God has not promoted you, your boss cannot. So the prime minister state of Joseph is not from Pharaoh, it's from God first. If you understand this principle, you will not use your ways to get appointment letter. No, you won't do it. If you, it's carnality. To be carnally minded is death. The reason you won't use your ways to do it is to start. Your ways cannot preserve it. Because most of the things people you are dealing with are wizards. Sometimes people sleep with people to reinforce their occultic practice. That's why some of you have got some boyfriend. They demand sex in your menses. It shows you where they are coming from. Amen? No, you can marry a man. You think you all go to church, but he believes another thing outside church. Is there people are in church like that? There are people like that. Yeah, so not every man is that is why sometimes you meet some man in the office, they know you are married, but they want to sleep with you. It means that they have a certain covenant that must sleep with a marriage woman. So if you are not spiritual, you will try to think that a dear way no normal. Are you a massagist? 
I will massage and grow. No, it's not, that's not it. It's a spirit. There is a spirit behind them. There is a spirit pushing them. So they drag you into the thing. May you be free this week. I say receive grace to be free this week. Hey, amen and amen. <laughs> if you must achieve anything on earth, you must pay attention to the state of your destiny. I'm going to give you something to write down. If you must achieve anything on earth, you must pay attention to the state of your destiny. Because only God can take you to the school of champions. To become a champion, you must go to the school of champions. I say to become a champion, you must do what? Go to the school of what? Champions. It is in the school of champions that you become a champion. I am pushing you right to what I call destiny. Somebody say destiny. The greatest strategy of stronghold is that number one, it demotes the strongholds in your family. Let me put it this way first. It, it, it diverts. So when you are dealing with the stronghold, every good thing coming to you will be diverted. That's the first one. So a stronghold is responsible for diversions. Everybody say diverse. It also demotes. It demotes you. It means that when you are going apart, they bring you down. Number three, it destroys. The thief cannot but to kill, to kill and to destroy. So any stronghold in our background is not for decoration. It's not for that. It diverts blessing. Huh? It brings you to the place of demotion. It will never let you rise up and then it destroys. Do you see something like that in your family background? People have worked for years, no promotion. So the reason we have to deal with stronghold is that, number one, it's for demotion. It diverts. It destroys destinies. So it demotes destinies. It diverts destinies. And then it destroys what? Destinies. What is your destiny? Before I continue, let me define, let me give you about five definitions about destiny. What is your destiny? Number one, your destiny is God's purpose for your life. Can we go there? Your destiny is what? God's purpose for your life. So, we are talking about the fact that the, the purpose of a stronghold in our background, satanic strongholds of idol worship, satanic strongholds of all kinds of witchcraft manipulation, all kinds of wrong foundation laid, and the things I've given you pictures in the Bible, Judah sleeping with his daughter-in-law, bringing a stronghold of immorality, a traveler to Solomon. So, Solomon didn't marry 900 women for nothing. It is a stronghold. It's coming from a certain foundation and struggling. So with all his wisdom, if he doesn't deal with it, he cannot overcome it. So stronghold demotes, stronghold divert. It means that God's purpose for Solomon is dead. The stronghold diverted it. And the Lord loved Solomon, but he became a fetish priest. The wisest man outside Christ. The Bible says his heart, his wife turned his heart. It means there was a diversion. The wife turned his heart. So a, a stronghold is responsible for diversion of destinies. It diverts Solomon's destiny. Solomon's destiny was going like this. The stronghold diverted it. And he did it through women. Anything that can help you can harm you. Depends on how you handle it. 
Women are helpmates. But if you don't handle them well, they will harm you. So Solomon couldn't handle them well. They harm him. So stronghold diverts. Women are powerful because of what God put inside them. And I'm not the one who put it there. There is something God put in there. Make them very powerful. God doesn't supply your want to. He supplies your need. There is something a woman has you don't want. You need. If you say want, then you can decide that without it I can live. But this one, you, cannot, you, you, you need it. Without it, to shorten your life. You check all people that die early. There is no woman around there. No, some of you are thinking about sex. You're not just sex alone. No, the aroma around a woman. Children can be birthed. Medical science when they are dying, when the children are trying to lose their life, they can put them on their mother's breast. And once they are landing, life will come back. So there is something in a woman's skin that gives life. God puts something around a woman. That's how God says, it is no good. That a man should be alone. It is no good. It is no good. Let me let me paraphrase it. It is no good for the man to be alone at a certain age. It is good for this guy to be alone. She's looking young. He's young. This one. It is good for him to be alone. He can be alone for some time. It is good. This guy, how old are you? 21. It is good. He can be alone. It's not to even the Ghana standard. It is no good for this man to be alone. This man. It is no good for him to be alone. Thank God she has a wife. She has a wife and wonderful children. It is no good. At a certain age, Prophet Nana, it is no good for me to be alone. If I'm sleeping and I, I roll on the bed, and based on where your hand hits, it determines how long you live. When God says something is wrong, you can't make it good. No, it's not just sex alone. You can't have sex all your life. The way you, you are not married, that's why you think it's sex. When you marry, you realize you need a woman more than sex. No, no, not every time you can have sex. No, 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 no. It's not, we don't marry because of sex alone. Hallelujah. No. The way you are caught, now you are, you are with the thing. It's ended down. Take it. It's a buffet. Serve yourself. You see there. Who need appetite? That is where you see the level of your appetite. As of am I telling the truth? Okay. It's when you are not married that you have strength to go and sin. But after you marry, you realize that no. This one, there's a food you go, they serve it. If there's a buffet, there's one that people serve you. You know there's a buffet you know, there's a buffet you be sure what factory no plate in it so so when you marry it's a serve yourself buffet the whole now also appetite did it is there amen if you are not married it is there you see them walking in front of you they go they come you bath together you come here you do here you go here you are there you are sleeping Zip for me of zip, zip back on zip. Sometime I come. <laughs> Save yourself. Hallelujah. It is no good. When God says something is no good, you can't make it good. Your destiny. I'm talking about your destiny. You are no wiser than Solomon. With all the wisdom, he was diverted. 
So a stronghold responsible is to divert your destiny. Solomon's destiny was diverted. Even David, after he slept with Bathsheba, he couldn't do any great thing again. It is in the Bible. After David entered Bathsheba, he was not able to accomplish. He, was, he bought all the, uh, uh, the materials to build the temple. God said, you can't build it. He said, there is too much blood in your hand. But among the blood, the worst one was Uriah's blood. He said, you have assigned Uriah and delivered him to the sword of the Philistines. So God didn't let him build it. Amen. So a stronghold that is not there with can divert your destiny. It will push you to make a mistake that puts you in a state where you are going like this, but before we know you are like this. And Solomon loved the Lord. But now, but now, his heart has, his wife has turned his heart. A second thing is that a stronghold doesn't only divert, it also destroys a destiny. It doesn't only destroy destiny, it demotes. So it can demote you. It takes you from the top and brings you down. If you don't deal with it, it will demote you. And I'm saying that what is destiny? And I've given you the first definition of destiny in the context of my teaching that your destiny is God's purpose for your life. So when you discover what God has called you to do, you will find your destiny. I like those who say amen. Once you have not discovered God's purpose for your life, you are beating about the bush. Once you come to the place, I'm not talking about working in a bank. That's not God's purpose for your life. I'm not talking about working in some oil company. That one is something you are carrying. But in the midst of working there, you must find out what was I born. There are three questions everybody should ask. <laughs> Where am I coming from? Why did I come to this world? And if I die, where am I going? Three questions. Where are you coming from? Everything has a source. And why did I come to this earth? Some of the people preach and they say it biologically that at the day your father meets your mother, even competition started right from the meeting between your father and your mother. Billions of sperms was, was released. All the sperms were fighting to enter the womb. You are the one who won. So right from conception, you won victory. And then you came to this earth. God doesn't waste his time created a nobody. There is a purpose for everybody's life. When you discover that purpose, you have discovered your destiny. So, are you with me at all? Amen. Your destiny is your God's purpose for your life. Number two, your destiny is your appointed or ordained future. It is your appointed or ordained future. Your destiny is your ordained or appointed future. Now, the future that you are ordained to fulfill in life. You are born as a philanthropist. You are born as a this. You are born to help people. It is your destiny. When you discover that thing, you have discovered why you came to this earth. Now, this is the sad thing about destiny. You can make money and still be sad. Because if you are, the people that have joy are people who have found how God has created them to do. Let me show you Jesus Christ. He knew his destiny. For this cause, for this cause was I born. And for this purpose came I to this earth. As long as it's day, I must do the will of him that sent me. So when Jesus meets, when Jesus is hungry, and he gets somebody to minister to, on the Samaritan way, he met a Samaritan woman. The disciples were going to buy food. 
because he has complained of hunger. When they came, he has been able to win the Samaritan woman's heart. The Samaritan woman has gone to town and brought all the Samaritan who has no dealing with the Jews. It means that the Samaritans and the Jews, they don't talk. Now, the Samaritans are Jews who have married and they didn't marry Jewish people. They marry other tribe. So, they call it intermarriage. Now, the Jews didn't have respect for them. It created a resentment. So, they were separation between the red Jews and the Samaritans. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's like you are a Ghanaian, but you marry a British. And then the rare British people don't see you as a rare British. So, when Jesus went, they say, why is it that you be a Jew? Ask me, a woman of Samaritan, to give you water because we have no dealings with you. But not with Jesus. Because people who know their destiny, Omonyaka, when you discover your destiny, you live in loggerheads with anybody. It, it will not be part of your program. So Jesus finished and the woman went to town and brought people for Jesus to minister. When the disciples came and said they eat, he said, no, I'm, I'm okay. Ah, and they said, somebody brought him food. It means that it might be the first time he complained that he's hungry. Then he told them, he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. When you discover your destiny and you do it, you become satisfied. Once you find out what God has called you to do and you have the opportunity to express it, it brings natural satisfaction and it can let you lose appetite for food. So your destiny is your appointed, ordained future. The future God has ordained for you. <laughs> Amen. Your destiny is what God has predetermined. Your destiny is what God has predetermined you to be before you were born. Everybody say predetermined. Huh? Them that he predestined, he called. Them that he predestined, he called. Them that he called, he justified. Them that he justified, he glorified. So everything is up. You see, when you read the Bible, you hear the things like the Son of God that was crucified before the foundation. So it has been predestinated. In fact, it's that doctrine that made the song the Baptist people say, one saved forever saved. So it made them think like, even though it's very debatable, but they think that all the people God will say, we have saved them already. Predestiny. People are in the womb. They have never done, committed any sin. He said, Esau do I hate and Jacob do I love. Predestiny. So your destiny, eh? Eh? it has been predestinated. In fact, you were not born to, to, you were not predestinated by God to struggle. You were not supposed to walk in poverty. That is why you can fight your way out. So Jesus was teaching prayer. He said that when you pray, say, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It means that all of us, we are not walking in the way heaven sees us. Because of background, because of wrong foundation, so many things are fighting us. The will of God for your life is for you to live hyper comfortable and everything. The will of God for Adam's life is not for him to die. Until Satan came to the garden, it can happen to you and I. The will of God is not for you to be poor. The will of God is not for you to be sick. The will of God is not for you to walk in financial hardship. But on it, this is the purpose and this is the major reason for fasting and prayer. So anytime you are fasting and you are praying, you are telling God that that which you did not put in my life, let it be extracted from my life and let me step into the center of your Give the Lord a clap of it. Your destiny is what your God has predetermined you to be before you were born. Your destiny is what your God has predetermined you to be before you were born. Hmm? Your destiny is what your God has predetermined you to be before you were born. So your life, that's why Paul said that them that he predestined, he called. 
moreover, whom he did predestine, them also he called. And whom he called, them also what? He justified. Whom he justified, them also what? He glorified. So, it's equal justification and equal glorification. But if you don't fight it, you will not enjoy it. You must fight your way through to make sure that you come out of wrong foundations. You must fight your way through. Moreover, do. Now, give me the NIV version. Now, watch it. Watch it from the NIV version. And those he predestined, he also called. Hmm? And, and, and those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also what? Glorified. So you were predestinated to work in justification and glorification. Now, if you don't enforce it, the glorification becomes shamification. So you are either glorified or you are shamified. You are either walking in glory or you are walking in shame. You cannot be neutral. The devil is there. So Adam was not supposed to die. In fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, physical death is a byproduct of spiritual death. So there was no physical death until Adam died spiritually. In the day you eat this food, you will surely die. Adam ate it and he was still standing. Jesus a death has taken place. That is why I said that everything in the natural comes from the supernatural. There must be spiritual death first before physical death. If you don't die in the spirit, you can't die in the natural. So you got to die in the spirit first before you can die in the natural. Them die in predestiny, you call. Them die, you call, you justify. Them die, you justify, you glorify. Am I talking to somebody here that will understand? So we have a battle to fight. <laughs> it's predetermined you to be before you were born. Your destiny is the reason why you were born. <laughs> your destiny is the reason why you were born. So if you don't discover your destiny, you are just a walking corpse. There is a reason why you were born to this earth. There is a reason why you came to this earth. Now, from God's perspective, from God's point of view, that thing this week, you must find it. Let me tell you something. When you discover your destiny, success is not a struggle. Prosperity is not a struggle. Because money is as a result of solving a problem. And God created everything to solve a problem. That is why he didn't create the fish before the sea. He created sea before the fish. So it was the, the sea that brought the fish. He didn't create a fish before water. Water must be there before fish come. Everything God created, he created to solve a problem. So anybody that is having money is solving a problem. That's all. Now, when the devil shut you from your destiny, and doesn't make you a solution, so money, for you to make money, you must become a solution to other people's problems. As you solve their problem, they help you. No. Some of the people that have blessed me are people God used me to pray for them to get a breakthrough. That's all. The problem was solved. I didn't know them. And then God used them to be a blessing. When the widow cooked the cake for Elijah and went back to check to see whether there was a small oil to pour it under the cake to turn it. And it's called, you saw that the flour is full. And the oil too, the gallon is full. See, eh? What is happening here? Eh? Such a person, if you are leaving the house, you say, Oh, okay. you're not going anywhere. I don't care your prophetic thing, stay here. That's what it is. Don't play with your destiny, don't ever joke with it, don't ever leave it in the hands of the devil. 
don't ever. I say your destiny is the reason why you were born. I've given you five. Huh? Number one, your destiny is the purpose of God for your life. Do you have that? Number two, your destiny is your appointed ordained future. Number three, your destiny is what God has predetermined you to be before you were born. Your, what God has predetermined. Number four, your destiny is the reason you were born. So I'm asking you a question. Do you know why you were born? You were not born to fornicate. You were not born to chase people's husbands. So all these things, it means that you are, you, are, you are diverting out of your destiny. Them that you predestined, because Jesus said that because it can be diverted on a prayer that Lord, thy will be done on earth at his seat in heaven. It means that there is no problem for the will of God for you in heaven, but on earth, Satan can interrupt it. He can divert it. He can destroy it and he can demote the situation. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it led me to my next point. Your destiny is heaven's expectation for your life. Your destiny. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your destiny so as you are walking around, that is what Jesus Christ came. He healed people. He delivered them. Your destiny is the expectation of heaven for your life. It's heaven's expectation for all. The expectation of heaven for your life. Whichever way, it's the same. Your destiny is heaven's expectation for your life. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he was teaching prayer. What is diverting your destiny? What is not making you step in the center of the will of God? Your destiny is heaven's expectation for your life. He said, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. He said, no way. Heaven doesn't know you for that. From today, your name shall no, be, your name shall no more be called Jacob, but Israel. It means that that day, the guy discovered destiny. So there are people here this week, God will change their name. God will shift some things in the spirit. You forget about, you can keep keeping the name of Bebrese, but when God changes it in the spirit, the natural, it has no power. So the spirit, the negative spirit behind your name will be broken by the supernatural. Once it breaks, success continues. Some people never stop calling Jacob, Jacob. Because the name Israel, it's only God who mentioned it to him alone. He's the one who had it. He came back to tell people, I'm called Israel. But how many people listen to that? Those who call him Jacob, call him Jacob. Esau met him. He didn't call him Israel. He called him Jacob. But when you call the name Jacob, that's a no effect because the power behind it is broken. The supplanting spirit is broken because God has changed it. When God changed something, it has no power. Your destiny is what is written in the heavenly records concerning you. Your destiny is what is written in heavenly records. So heaven said that you are not called Jacob. In heaven, you are called Israel. You are not even an individual. You are a nation. Huh. What a sad thing that God sees you as a billionaire and you are begging for money. You must break something to come up. Hey, ha! Rahab was not destined to be a prostitute. Diversion has brought her there. When that thing break, he appeared in the genealogy of Jesus. After this, week, you appear somewhere. The people will ask, "How did he get here? How did this guy become a millionaire? Is be also among the billionaires? Listen." When Saul's destiny was changed, he said, Saul also among the prophets. Seems that this is the way we know you, but now your story has changed. 
Is Saul also among the prophets? No. His destiny has changed. He has discovered destiny. When you discover destiny, change your story. For good. And a bumper. Take this one, Lord. I must discover my destiny. The diversion of your destiny can let you marry the wrong person. If you don't deal with the authors in your background, they can push you to marry the wrong man. It's part of the process of diversion. If, if you marry the wrong man, eh, by discovering your destiny, God can make the wrong right. Amen. Yes. None of us can guarantee that we marry the right people. But we learn how to fight. Everybody will look at somebody and say, eh, I wish, eh, I wish, eh. You see, the reason why you think that if you are, eh, Regina can be a better wife than this girl is because you have no living there. Eh? Listen, I'm living with this one. Then I see this one. I say, oh, the way this girl is tall, eh, I think she can be a better wife. Now, there's a proverb. They say the angel you know, the devil you know. Eh? So the devil, they wouldn't even know. Now, angel, you also angel. What would not happen? It was angels that metamorphosed to be devils. So every demon used to be an angel. This is the bottom line. Every demon, every false prophet used to be a true prophet. See? So you are living in this one. I wish I learned this one. The reason you wish this one is good that you have never lived with her. It is when you live with her that God begins to point the screw. Say, okay, I saw the name P. Um, what the MP? Me the see, but guy intimidate me EP. Delilah love something, but it's not his destiny. If you meet a woman that you are not destined to marry him, hey, and God's grace is not sufficient, you plug your eyes. What you doing? You are trying to remove Sakura. By the time you wake up, your locks are not there. It's straight. I've seen people make it. They marry. They fall. Diverted destiny. So today the first prayer point is, Lord, anywhere my destiny has been diverted, your GPS must bring me back to destiny. Diverted destiny. Only God can make the wrong right. Am I talking to somebody here? Your destiny is what is written in the heavenly records concerning you. Hey. What is it written in the heavenly records concerning you? Is it written? In, the reason why I fight because I know heaven doesn't have a wrong destiny for me. Anything happened I don't like is the enemy interrupting with it. She wants to divert your course. Look at what he did to Jesus. Jump. He told Jesus, "Say the way you are going is too long. Ah, you are going to die. You'll be beaten. You'll be buried." He said, and it was the only time that the devil told truth. One time in the Bible, Satan told the truth. He said, bow down and worship me. If you worship me, I will give it to you because it has been given to me. It was true because Adam gave it to him. Mm. And that one cried. He even said that to know that the person he's talking to is called the truth. So to talk to the truth, say one truth at least and see whether it will work. He said, it has been, deli- it has been given to me. So you bow. Jimmy said, maybe I'll call him. I'm going to call him. I'm back. But in order for me to give you back, worship, worship me. It means that Jesus is getting with a question mark. If you worship him to get it, then you must continue to worship him to keep it. Yes. Jesus said, If I buy something from you, there's a chain. Keep it, Satan. I don't want it. 
So I'm going by the process. I will worship you for you to give me this thing. If it's not true, it won't be a temptation. If Jesus cannot turn a stone to become bread, there is not a temptation. Because Jesus can do that, that is why it's a temptation. No, listen. If, 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 if you put a castrated man with Gina in the room and you say Gina is tempting the man, it's not a temptation. The man, oh. The man is catching the Gina will just wear nightgown transfer and be walking like that. It's not a temptation. It's not a temptation. That man is not a temptation. Don't try it on Gideon. It's, a, it's going to be another story. That this man visits you. He has not married for a long time. And you went out here to pass in front of you. All the thorns will vanish. No, it's not a tree. A castrated man. You know, those days in Asante Kingdom, eh, castrated men bathed Asante women and their queen mothers. They bathed them so that Asante queen mothers cannot bath. But they know that trouble can come. So the men that bathed them, they castrate them. They remove their testicles. I used to have a dog. Huh? Favor. He fought with another dog. The other dog bite his testicles. So when the veterinary came, he said, we have to castrate the dog. So they removed the rest and he became big. When you see favor, he, is, he will threaten you. But uncaution. Uncaution. Castrated man is not a threat to a naked woman. There is no way you say he's tempting you. On what ground? She's there. Nothing moves. The only thing castrated people do is to eat. Until you render the powers in your background impotent, they will be a threat to you. The forces in your background, there is a realm you get to, you render them impotent. Demons meet Jesus, they start crying. Have you come to destroy before our time? So the devil knows he can be destroyed before his time. Impotency has stepped. If they gain ascendancy in your life, you are, you are in trouble. Amen? Tell somebody, work on your destiny. Work on it. Fight for your destiny. Tell somebody, fight for your destiny. Ha, ha. Your destiny is what God has in mind when he created you. Your destiny, I'll give you one last point. This one, I mean, come in. Your destiny is what God has in mind when he created you. And allow you to come to this world. Add that one. Your destiny is the mind of God before he created you. What God has in mind when he created you. And allow you to come to this earth. Because your mother could have aborted you. Never take it for granted that you are walking on earth. That is why me, I don't believe all the nonsense about your mother is a witch. I don't deny that your mother can be a witch. But if he has power, he should have killed you. So the fact that your mother kept you means that you can still continue to win the battle. Listen, there is something about you that God makes your witchcraft couldn't kill you. There's something. No. No. David's destiny, a lion cannot kill him. A bear cannot kill him. A Goliath head must come down. From today, the thing that try you made their head come down. When you discover your destiny, there are some things you will not be afraid of. I am a man of destiny appointed by Jehovah God. For the purpose and the reason. 
and until my cause is accomplished, nobody can touch my life. It is rooted inside. You walk with that confidence. You walk with that assurance. Hallelujah. No, if your destiny is this, your destiny is the reason and the purpose. What is the last point I give to you? What God, okay, that was the last one I gave to you. What God has in mind before he created you and permitted you to come to this earth. He could have not permitted you to come. Because them that he predestined, he called. Them that he called, he justified. Your destiny is what God has in mind. What God has in mind. So when God was allowing John the Baptist to be born, he has in mind what John the Baptist must do. Actually, John the Baptist is a reincarnation of Elijah. Jesus said, Elijah has already come. And they did all that. Look at somebody say, God has something in mind before he called you to come. So There's a mind of God. If you don't pray, you, it will be diverted. If you don't pray, it will be diverted. It will come to the place of demotion and it will be destroyed. The reason for the wrong foundation in your background is because of your destiny. So wrong foundations are laid to deal with their unborn destinies. The devil knew you were going to be born. The devil knew you would follow Christ. The devil knew you would be at Portis. He is not Alpha and Omega, but he can read the stars. She works with calculation. How does he do? He follows prophecies. So when a prophetic word comes, he can say that the last one was manifested after 100 years or after two years. So this one, I cannot tell. I cannot tell. They said that the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. He said the seed of the woman. I also hear a rumor that this girl has become pregnant and is still a virgin. So could it be that he's the one carrying the seed? Let me kill all the children and I'll kill that child. Your destiny is what God has in mind before you were born. And what you came to this earth to come. That's why he permitted you to come. What? And that is what you are not fighting to get. That's why you are not fighting to discover. Don't just live your life anyhow. That is a reason you were born. No. If you, that is why when you discover your destiny, you stop fornicating. No, 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 no. You will not enter any woman that is not your wife. You will not allow any man to enter that's not your husband. The reason why Joseph didn't sleep with his Potiphar is that he has seen his destiny. It was shown to him in a dream that the other stars in the moon were bowing. He saw that they were bowing. He knew that one day his brothers would bow. In fact, when the brothers started bowing, he went to the chambers and cried because he rem- Bible said Joseph remembered the dreams. Anything that seeks to temper with your destiny is not something to joke with. Anything that seeks to temper with your destiny is not something to joke because if you miss your destiny, God has a right to cut you off from your place. Once you miss your destiny, God has a right to cut you. The moment something misses his destiny, God cut him off. Judas Iscariot has no business betraying Jesus. Jesus does not need to be betrayed before he died. It has already been predestinated. So whether you betray him or not, he will die. <laughs> so anytime, 
Anything that seeks to temper with your destiny is not something to joke with at all. Because one, if you miss your destiny, God has a right to cut you off and replace you. What did I say? If you miss your destiny, God has a right to do what? To cut you off and replace you. Number two, the enemy too has a right to destroy you if you miss your destiny. So God has a right to cut you off and replace you. And the enemy too has a right to destroy you. So when something meets his destiny, God cut him off. The devil destroy him by plucking his eyes. So you cannot mix your destiny. Between now and Friday, your destiny must be defined. Your destiny must be located. We must find the reason why you were born. Today, I want you to pray. Because some of us here, our destiny is diverted. It's gone. You can feel it. That the way things are going, if there's no divine intervention, you cannot tell. The future is not certain. No. 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 A lady told me, said, Daddy, I was a student in school. I was struggling. And this man pursued me, uh, and then he slept with me. He said, after this man slept with me, my life has never been the same again. Save gynecological problems, private parts swelling, excessive bleeding. The thing she listed, I was afraid. He said, until I heard you preach. And when you talk about the breakers anointing, he said, that day I could see images leave my body and he's standing there and walk out. You see, I saw things live. I could see the image. Things were in him. He slept with the man. The man pumped demons. Your destiny is not something. I said that all of you, all the people living fornication and adultery, they have not understand destiny. If you understand destiny, some things you won't do. Never, you will not do. If you discover your destiny, nobody can trap you. You will not be in the hands of a strange woman. You will not be in the hands of a strange man. No, you will never do that. Once you know where you are going, you are careful how you live today. No. It's a personal adventure. All the cars in the station, they are going somewhere. <laughs> it's tragic to look at your life and discover that you have wasted it. Nothing is tragic like discover that you have wasted your life. Waste, I watched a Nigerian movie where years ago, Wasted Life. Wasted your life. I don't know whether it's a Nigerian movie or some movie. It's wasted life. Is it a movie like that? Wasted life. Wasted your life. Huh? You have wasted your life by chasing women. Not, well, one of the places you waste your life is when you don't discover Christ early. It's a wasted life. Prophet Anna, can you imagine I discover Christ when I'm 55? What are you going to do? What will you do? What are you going to do for God? It's a wasted life. It delivers you from so many things. No. Delivers you. Sure. Those who know Christ early, they were delivered from fornication. They were delivered. They married in virginity. Because they find Christ early. And he protected them. It has secured their marriages. Don't go there. That is why some of you young people that have found yourself in Christ live a pure life. It has a benefit. It delivers you from distraction. It delivers you from diversion. It delivers you from demotion. It delivers you from... Oh, they are not listening. And the sad ones are those who have come to Christ and misbehaving in Christ. You are in Christ by misbehaving. Then I open. Then I open. Share. 
Do you know why God doesn't want you to fornicate? You can't sleep with all the women. Yes, sir. Jimmy, at the time you finish with this one, people say, we won't This one, you can't handle it. So there is a spirit God put in you. Get one and stay with that one. Jimmy, you'll be now. It doesn't change anything. It complicates your issue. When you mix your destiny, one, God is permitted to cut you off and replace you. The devil has a legal right to destroy you. When Judas makes his destiny, Satan hang him. You are not supposed to be a betrayer. You are supposed to be an apostolic man. Do you know why? Let me show you the importance of prayer. From where I can't wait. Do you know why? Jesus foresaw it. He said, I was caught up in the spirit. And I saw that Simon, Satan has desired to have you. That he may sift you as sweet. So, come Simon said, a bro, any more. But he said, I have prayed for you. Stay under a covering that can pray for you. Uh, don't joke with your destiny. Jesus prayed for Peter. He didn't pray for Judas. He prayed for Peter. He escaped. He rose up from denial to become the apostolic head. He rose up. So, when you come under proper covering, you can rise up from failure. And then, because Satan wanted to divert Peter, she wanted to demote him, and he wanted to destroy him. And the intercession of Jesus, Peter actually came on Jesus' prayer altar. So, by may you come under prayer man's prayer altar. There are some people that you must do things so that you come under their prayer altar. Under people's prayer altar, among all the disciples, only Peter's wife cooked for Jesus. Jesus doesn't go to cemetery raising the dead, though. It is not come to raise the dead. No, it's not his ministry. He came to preach the gospel. He raised the dead of a ladies who have served him. No. Mary and Martha, they cook. They didn't spray perfume on him, they broke it. And that perfume is one, somebody's one-year wages. The cost of the perfume is that when you work, they pay you from January to December. It's equivalent to that. Because those perfumes were not common. So to have one, you have to be. So number one, it's a sign that those guys have money. They don't spray perfume, they break it. It is that thing that provoked Judah. Because Judah has gone to the mall to check the price. And Judah came out and said, it has been sold to give to the poor. After that perfume, Judas betrayed him. Say, whoa. The thing that provoked Judas after they broke the perfume, Jesus said that he has done a good work. Send a good work. Okay, we will show you, we will show you how good work is done. Martha and Mary cook for Jesus. Jesus went to the cemetery. The thing Jesus did that shocked me. When God speaks, everything hears and everyone hears. So Jesus could have gone to the cemetery and say, Come forth, all the dead will come. Everybody that is dead, they could have come forth. If Jesus should have said, Hey, come forth, you will see commotions in the tomb. He said, Lazarus, so that if you are called Rebecca, you stay dead. There is another thing to it. There might be another Lazarus. So roll away the tomb. Roll away the stone. It means that it's coming the principle that just in case you are called Lazarus, as long as your stone is in front of your tomb, stay there. 
Because Jesus could have pointed his hand and do the stone like this and it would roll off. The, ah, what I, the man that walked on the sea. This man just walked on the water and he was going. What is a stone to roll about? But he said, roll away the stone. That is the responsibility of my Jesus. He has brought in man and faith. Because faith, there's always a man's responsibility and God's responsibility. So God is going to raise the dead, but man must roll the stone. So if they don't roll your stone, stay dead. You need to come under other people's prayer altar. There are people in your life, as you go ahead, do things for them that will let them come under their prayer altar. And so that they pray for you. This is the benefit of sowing seed in people that are ahead of you in the spirit. Blessing them. You see the pictures in the Bible. Jesus said there were many widows. Only the one in Zarephath was Elijah said. When everybody was hungry, there was a cake party in his house. You know you don't pay tight to wear. You just find some money and put it an evening right at the back of the tithe. You just so that they see that you are a member of the church and you are mixing heaven. Because when you see the principle of tithe, it's better you don't pay it than don't pay the right one. When you don't pay the right one, it's a curse. Because if you mix your tithe and you pay it again, it comes to the percentage. That is under the law. So, you, you, you don't become Christian because you cannot be smarter than God. <laughs> now people think they are smart. I mean, they send you, you know the price is 100 Ghana CDs. Then you meet an Akpa storekeeper and you make him make it 150 and then you pocket the 50 and then you bring it. You think you have gotten away with it. No, you have sown the wrong seed. Whatever a man so you reap. No. There was sense of people. Money is a spirit. So, if you get it in a dubious way, it will never last. Word got him by vanity shall be diminished. You go. Get it on the right way. Especially in the church atmosphere and environment. Make sure you are right. Amen. This one says, I refuse to mix my destiny. No, you will not. If you if you know where you are going, you will stop fornicating. You will stop adultery. You will stop squeezing people's breasts. No, she. How will you lay hands on the sick? For them to be healed. There is some people you touch their breast, anointing will never stay in your hand again. So come, you only permitted to touch your wife's breast. Don't trespass. A pantry is in a No. No. The breast that is nullishment to somebody can be a poison to you. So actually, nothing is harmful and nothing is blessing. It depends on how you use it. So the woman sitting here, there's a blessing in front of them. That bless is a blessing to whoever is ordained for, but it's harmful to the one that's not supposed to touch it. So wherever there's a curse, there's a blessing. That is why when you weed the back of your house and you are planning to plant maize, before the maize come, natural weeds will come. So curse is already there. The weeds is a demonstration of a curse. So within every blessed land, there is a curse. Bottom line. Do you understand what I'm saying? You better understand it. So it's not everything you touch. No. It's not every man that must touch you. It's not every woman you must touch. Hey! 
It's not every bed you climb. No, it's not everybody's car you sit inside. Hey, if you are here, men are sleeping too in a car. Pray. One day you give birth, your son will look like Mercedes Benz. I break every curse the devil put on your life. It's even a disrespect and a demotion for a man to have sex with you in the car. It's not made for that. No. Forget about your title. Forget about who you are. One day I heard a story of Martin. There is one of my mentors in Nigeria. A pastor came to his church to preach. The pastor made an altar call and he wake up. You, you, you know that story? It's like I am here. And a pastor made an, that man is no, nobody gathers crowd in the world more than him. A pastor preached, and the pastor made altar call. And the prophet, and I, I wake up to go for the altar call. He said, When I heard the message, I was not too sure. I have to go to heaven. And I went. It's not that he has committed, it was a demonstration of humility. You can sit in there because they call you decay, you refuse to be delivered. You say you America, first lady, first lady, first lady. Why you say the demons on I've gone to America, I've seen some people, first lady, first lady. Be sure my team say never go. You won't humble yourself and be delivered in the name of that stupid title the devil has given you. Share this kingdom. Mokazivisi <laughs> Atoyas. There are some person when anointing for it doesn't touch them. No. The way you are standing, the one goes to no mind you. She will continue to be the gentle, still small voice. She doesn't force on people. Yes, sir. Lord, Lord. Yes, sir. Lord, Lord. So that when we are doing anointing, some people come. You are a King Kong. King Kong. Your mind said God will never touch you. David said, A broken and a contract heart. God will not despise. It starts from the heart. The surrendering. The ability to be flexible before God. You are flexible before a girl in your car, but stiff in the Holy Ghost. Jesus. I refuse to mix my destiny. Amen. My destiny will not be diverted. Amen. Anytime you miss your destiny, your life becomes an experiment. Cappadocia Masideke. <laughs> and let me tell you something I want to add. Anytime you miss your destiny, life becomes an experiment. And listen, life is too short to experiment it. It's too short. Even if you live 150 years, it's too short to experiment it. It's too short. Anytime you miss your destiny, your life becomes an experiment. Trial and error. Life is too short to experiment it. If you mix your destiny, then your life becomes an, a mere experiment. Life becomes mere experiment. Life is too short to experiment it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are just 
wasting your life. I say, life is too short for you to experiment it. If you miss your destiny, your life becomes a mere experiment. You are just experimenting with your life. You don't know what you are looking for. Some people don't know the reason. They, they, they just have sex and give birth. They don't take care of the children. They left responsibility for women. If your wife also abandoned the children, what happened to them? You think it's a blessing? And after, after years, they regret. No. Wasted life. After this encounter, nobody will waste their life. Whatever your wife is, your life is wasted. It will come back to life. Lift your two hands. You are coming to pray. Don't ever take for granted the things that has happened to people in your family. I know you want to go to abroad, but look at your cousin there. You be just say that the ship will be seized way so near see free. Who the first person will be your The problem is not So if you are going, prepare before you go. We meet in the spirit. By the time you come, Babos and Crofono Morgan and Odi are in a room, you are not there. And you have your choir now buy. I met a lady in America, say, Papa, me ferry some back. One day somebody came to visit me. A crab church and he bought some set. Or buy a few or share up a church in one farmer. Colonel say, Me buy me share and hear my daddy share me the mad coffee. No. So and no be do how you when you be quasi. Be real sister, be fear dying or timuno. Hey. Negro. And she had no yes, it is ship of Miss Anu Janico. That ship was in Swayso. Canesia America, Canesia America. No visa is expected. No, that didn't. When the first person be your country? Are But you have never thought of your sister. Thirty years, no green card. A foundation is fighting her. One lady said, I did a paper South African American. A day for the guy to go and sign or something sign. It's all there's foundations. You do what you say, I need Promising holy. I have seen women who were God fearing today. They are something else. They are something else. Those countries say they can change you. You become something you never dream. Some of your family, they are gay. It's, not, it's a sad matter. Now the gay people, they are wearing diapers. So when you are, you are discharging water. Because you can't change God's nature. You see, this is the manufacture of the human body. Amen. Sodom and Gomorrah is a reason why homosexuality is a reason why God destroys Sodom and Gomorrah. Instead of raining water, you rain fire. Now, I said, 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 I 
Odum just can kill it. Do you know the water you need to kill God's fire? A largest fire that came from heaven, it leaked water. So, only God's water. Every water has power over fire, but God's water, fire has power over water. It's a, it's a serious matter. Amen. The Bible says, and the water, the fire leaked the sand, the fire leaked the wood, the fire leaked the dust, and it leaked the water. A jar, what kind of fire is that? And the Bible says it's a consuming fire. Don't play with your destiny. Any girl living fornication life is playing with his destiny. He doesn't know the purpose of God. Any boy or boy is praying with his destiny. Now, bonk of fat, your father, 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 no trust in an asujun. How would you be coach? You don't have destiny. No. A lady told me here that he met a young lady. Please leave my husband so they get a point of correction. Our husband. Hey. Whatever you sow, you are sowing the wrong seed. You will not know it this year. You don't know it. It is waiting for you. No, be on a bus. Some demand say, "Bring a bomb pile, mo sofu." And go for it. Be a bomb pile, mo amu no. And share. Stephen. I will show you how much you will suffer in my name. Anything Paul did to the Christian, they did one to him. Lift up your two hands. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.